Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Old School, 93.7 Ticket. Jay Foreman. Nikki Boy, who will have trivia in the next segment, 445. So you prepare yourselves. Chance to win some some uh, some food from upside. Barn Lounge, you can do that. Jay Foreman is celebrating because Jay Foreman had a day. He had a day on Saturday, Sunday. He had a day. Jay Foreman, you, sir, were 13-3. and three. That's more like it. Back in the winning column. Yeah, back in the – that's just – I mean, I'm always in the winning column, but yeah. we we back in the r- real deal column. You've never had a losing week. Yeah. So they're, 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 that's yeah, a, that not, is a statement of truth. Yeah, we. this is more the standard. The standard is a standard. That That is a statement of truth. So yeah. let's go through uh, some of what we saw. Uh, I, I tried to watch without covering my eyes, trying to watch Washington and Dallas, and it was just messy. Yeah, well, first of all, if people have not had the joy of watching Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. <laughs> homeboy, at least this season, is out there like Lawrence Taylor. I mean, he is straight up. I mean, he's destroying every, everybody. Brandon uh, Sheriff or Sheriff or whatever his All name pro. is. All pro. All pro guard. Ran, ran through him. Ran through everybody else. Um, I'll tell you one thing about Micah Parsons, and, and I'm going to tell you, and this has to do with the whole Dallas defense. You know, they got – uh, Demarcus Lawrence back, mm-hmm. who's a who's a problem on the edge. Randy Gregory mm-hmm. is, you know, he was hurt, then he's back. He, you know, and then you mix in Michael Parsons. They they got a little bit smaller at linebacker, so they can actually play with more speed. Um, even though I thought Jalen Smith was pretty decent, um, but they just had too many guys with, with draft capital, and Michael Parsons can play everything. Um, and their defensive back with Diggs, he's a he's a, he's a true lockdown corner like Jalen Ramsey. And then the cornerback that they got, I think, from Colorado is actually pretty good. And then they got a couple safeties in there, too. Um, so their defense is, is leading the team. And, um, you know, they they came on the road. They look inspired. And they for the, their offense didn't look very good at all. Um, and, you know, they had a couple of injuries. But that defense is, uh, is something that you haven't seen in Dallas in a, in a few years where – they always kind of felt like Dallas had to outscore you. Now they can really lock you down in defense. And, and uh, you know, Zeke starts to get healthy. Um, you know, I know Pollard was hurt. He was a late scratch. So, and, and he's kind of the good change-up back. He's the number one back, but he's, you know, obviously backing up Zeke. And that opens up the passing game. So, the, you know, they were actually pretty impressive. It was um, it was just tough to watch because we knew that Washington was, was shorthanded, but my goodness yeah. gracious. Like, yeah. you know, you, you, you got a battle. And they, they made an effort and had yeah, a chance to Yeah, they made an effort to come back, yeah. Um, on the other side of this thing, uh, Jacksonville went to Tennessee, and the news was all the stuff off the field rather than the stuff on the field. Yeah, it's uh, – like like we said about Urban, as a coach at the college level, there's second to none. I mean, obviously Nick Saban's – and there's, there's few, but he's a he's a phenomenal college coach. The biggest thing, like I said before, with him is him learning how to n- navigate the the intricacies of the NFL game. You're dealing with grown men. You can't approach a grown men, guys that are doing this as a profession. You don't have any control over their ability to play. One, the rosters are smaller. So you can't say, I got a five-star recruit. 
behind them. The way the NFL is built, that's actually there's no depth, right? So back like when I was coming in, you'd have a guy that was just kind of waiting in the wings, and a lot of times first round guys had to wait two or three years, mm-hmm. or they didn't start for two or three years. Um, now you got to start them right away, so you you got to deal with people a different way. Um, it was interesting how he built his staff, um, and then it's just been you know then obviously his you know things stand back in Ohio. And, uh, you know, I know he probably, if, you know, I'm pretty sure he has some regret. I think it was, he, he's finally realizing. Well, first of all, he's lost more in this year, this season alone, that he's lost, I think, maybe ever in his career or majority of his career, especially at this last two or three stops. And it's a guy that's not used to losing. And also, I will say this, that, you know, the, the culture and the losing mentality is ingrained in Jacksonville. You just don't come in as a guy – that's a winner and expect people to follow you. And that's what the, that's what the thing is. He's used to people following because it works, right? Jacksonville, the losing mentality and the losing culture is ingrained deep into that, uh, franchise, the system, the whole, you know, the offices and everything. So they're going to question everything. And then when you do something probably, which is totally opposite of what they're doing, they're going to pull back. And they're going to pull back especially even more, and they're going to recruit more. And this is not saying that what Urban's doing in the meetings, you know, calling his coaches, questioning them, um, you know, calling out professional athletes as far as the receiver, Marvin Jones, who has juniors, who has the most respect out of any receiver or as much respect as any receiver as an individual as a player in the league. That's one guy you just – that's a guy you want as your ally, even if he's struggling, right? Yep. Um, and, and But – Take all that aside, and we can address that. But when you're you're doing something, then that's and you're losing. So you have those guys that are always going to be the guy that's going to question stuff, even though you're trying to do it for the right reasons and, and get and recruit people to pull back. And that's how you end up being two and ten, two and eleven, it, it, when they could have been, quite frankly, you know, won three, four, five games, which it would have been a successful up to this point. So. You know, it's a tall task. I think he's realizing the the again the losing mentality and the losing type of um, players and people in there. And you know, the stuff that they're doing is petty. You know, if you're leaking stuff and questioning the coach, you're creating a losing atmosphere because that's what you like to do. That's what you like deep down. Now, on the surface, they'll come out and they'll say the right things. They'll do, and they'll and they're actually. You know, and he had some cosigns to say that wasn't what was. Really it probably happening. is never like what they're seeing, but they, what that's what I'm saying. These people are mag- they're exaggerating. It's kind of like when people like you tell one story to one person. By the time it gets to number ten or tenth person, it's he called them an MF, MF yeah, an or they they put their they put their spices on it, mm-hmm. and so that's what people don't understand. And sometimes you know, um, people always ask like you know, I think the worst type of um locker room guys are the guys that are, are, are the I call them the turncoats right so they wear one coat when you're around or when they're in front of the camera then the other way that they really are are different because those are the guys that can recruit people a lot easier you get what I'm saying because if you're an outward cancer in the locker room well they they, they attach themselves to whatever to, emotion that person has right that, yeah that's what I'm saying so they're like chameleons right mm-hmm. they can they'll they'll adapt and attach to you very quickly and then recruit you in. Next thing you know, you're you're acting and doing the same thing that they are. But see, an outward cancer, right? That you know, the guy that's say he's extremely boisterous in the locker room and or whatever, and he's outward cancer. Those are the type of um, people or players in the locker room that generally, even if you feel the same, their delivery, 
you just like ah, I don't want to deal with that. So then they're kind of like the lone wolf. The 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 covert ones are the ones you got to watch out for. So, um, you know that's what he's dealing with. And you know to be honest with you, at the end of this year, you know Urban needs to walk in there and say, look, I could stick around and have you fire me, and I'll get all my money. Let's figure out something that we mutually agree to do. And I can go do what I want. And I can do what I want if you do like thirty or forty percent, you'll be saving him money and. You you allow Shad if you re- if you really cares about the Jacksonville Jaguars because this is never going to work. Well, as you said, so in his seven years at Ohio State, he was eighty three and nine. Right. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> right. He yeah. was eighty three and years. nine in seven years, and so this is not what he's used to. Yeah. Look, if he said I'm a winner and they're not, it only means he was a bad judge in, in who to hire. Right. But when he talks about winning, look, this dude's career. He's one eighty-seven and thirty-two. Right. Like, that's he's, a a, he's a full-fledged winner. I think yeah. what I think when people hear things and they report it or they say it or they you know regurgitate it, they they're saying they're they're really saying it how they heard it. You know, he probably was saying like, "Look, I, this is the way I've done it. I've won my whole career. You guys haven't won anything or something like that. Maybe as a coach, which is dumb to say to professional coaches and grown men. Uh, you can you can you can call coaches to to, to the to the to the task or the table because their position groups aren't playing good, but you don't question them as coach because then that's where you're going to lose respect. And you don't make it personal. You know, Just yeah. don't make it and personal. That's personal. I don't make it personal. Because so nobody look, wants look, to. We be, as a group aren't doing what we right. need to do, etc. But you can't call coaches right. losers. And you I, just, you and, can't do it. And Urban is a different guy, and he's just not. You know, he's also what, turning a corner in his personality. Is the the parts of his personality that I didn't see in Utah right. that I'm now seeing. And it's him and Dan Mullen. Yeah, well, so there's a little a, different. They're, they're yeah. little, well, they're, you know, you got the, you know, big, big fat paychecks he's gotten everybody. And now, you know, people and back then when, say, like they were in Utah, there wasn't social media. There wasn't as much media attention. There's a lot of things that change. And plus, you, you know, you know, evolve into something. Not that Urban's a bad dude. His, his, his personality is very, very. You know, he's definitely socially awkward. Yeah. He's definitely socially awkward dealing with grown adults. Um, he's a very A or B type of person, and that's just the way it is. And he rubs people the wrong way, and people, you know, but they, they also respect him. But I think when you're dealing with grown, this is the problem with college coaches have when they try to coach professional. A lot of times they don't have to talk to you or with you or get down and deal with you. They can talk at you or down to you. And the pros, you better be getting to my level and be talking to me like a grown You better be talking to me like a grown man. Because it is person. two grown-ups talking. Right, talking. We'll, and and we'll, they're not used to dealing with that. We'll get back to that at top of 5 o'clock because we want to go through the rest of the schedule and what we saw and how well you did. But up next, call now, 424-645-685. Nick Trivia, 15 bucks to Upside Bar and Lounge. If you can answer Nick's trivia question, sir, what direction are we headed in today? I'm deciding between two. I'm deciding between Husker Volleyball or Husker Basketball. Okay, call now. You can be first. 402-464-5685 on 93.7 Ticket. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.